and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Main Street UCI, the podcast about all things Disney. I'm Jennifer. I am Zen. And I am Emily. Welcome to another water cooler episode, where sometimes it's Disney and sometimes it's not, but it's always fun and interesting. I got a few things to get off my chest. Ooh, okay. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> some of the things, okay. So there's some of the things that have just been running around in my mind recently with Disney and stuff like that. Okay, so the first one is, what the heck does Disney own in the Marvel uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe? And so I'm going to talk about, tell you what it used to be like, and what it's like now, and what the future might be like. Okay, and Ooh. what I mean by this is. A hundred years ago, Disney, I'm sorry, Marvel was not doing well. So what they needed to do was come up with, come up with money. So they started selling movie rights to their characters. One of the companies that came up to them was Sony. And Sony said, yeah, we'll buy a character, right? And Marvel said, okay, I think it was something like this. It's like, for $40 million, you have rights to all of our characters. And Sony said, all your characters are junk. We only want Spider-Man. <laughs> and they took Spider-Man for like $20,000 or whatever, wow. $20 million Whoa. or something like that. Oh. Something ridiculous. <laughs> like, could you imagine having all the rights to all the Marvel characters for $40 million? Anyways. Jeez. So they ran off with Spider-Man. And whenever you get a character, you get all of their villains that are mostly associated or showed up in their in that universe. So when they took Spider-Man... They got Venom. Doc Ock is a traditional Spider-Man enemy, Electro, and a handful mm-hmm. of others. So he, they took the rights to all those villains with Spider-Man. Hmm. Also, back in the day, the uh, Fox dealt with them, got the Fantastic Four, Wolverine, and the X-Men. Hmm. Another crazy thing is, if you know who Namor is, he's the prince of, um, geez, he's equivalent of Aquaman. He, um, what's the underwater kingdom? Oh, um, is it Atlantis? Atlantis, Aquaman? right. Okay. He's, he's in charge of Atlantis in the Marvel universe. That's owned by Universal Pictures. 20th Century Fox has Fantastic Four and X-Men. And then, um, there's something called this. Wait, is it the man thing? It's a man thing, which is kind of like the swamp thing. And Lion, Lionsgate Entertainment had the rights to that those characters. So that's why you haven't seen X Men in Marvel comics and uh, Marvel movies. Um, the interesting thing about Captain America and Namor was they weren't originally Marvel comic book characters. They were actually established by a different comic book company, which was absorbed by Marvel. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Who knew, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and actually, that's very, very common because there's a lot of characters within the DC universe that people have forgotten. Um, right off the top of my head, there's like the question. They're not as prominent as some of the other ones, but the question, Blue Beetle, I think Firestorm. Those all came from another comic co- book company that was a sword by DC, and then they were eventually swept into the DC universe. So since then, 
from what I can tell, as I recall, because these uh, Marvel, no, not Marvel, Disney purchased 20th Century Fox. Mm-hmm. And with 20th Century Fox, and by the way, Deadpool was always considered like a mutant, not a mutant, but part of the X-Men universe. They got, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. they were, he was related to the mutant universe somehow, and I don't understand how. Huh. But Deadpool, um, the X-Men, Cable, all got absorbed into the Marvel Universe. And then also the Fantastic Four was also actually before, maybe even before the buyout. I'm not certain. And then Silver Surfer, which was associated with the Fantastic Four, was absorbed. Mm-hmm. Um, Namor, still out there as far as I know. Man-Thing, still out there. Then Sony Pictures still has, um, when you have the Venn diagram, the Venn diagram kind of overlaps because sony has made a hand made a deal a contract that they can marvel can share the borrow direct spider-man as a character so that's why peter parker is now showing up in the marvel universe but marvel doesn't own the rights to it they had to say hey can we borrow them oh weird so, I wonder how that works in the parks then. Right. Now, here's the other thing is movie rights, TV rights, park rights are all separate mm. to make things more confusing. So The Incredible Hulk is another one of those weirdo ones. My understanding is... The Incredible Hulk is under Marvel, but their distribution, if they make a standalone movie, is, I think it's universal off the top of my head. So Hmm. if Marvel makes one more Hulk movie, it will be the Marvel movie, but they, Universal has the distribution rights and they make a certain percentage of it. Hmm. So that's why we only see the Hulk as part of the Avengers right now. And to make things more crazy, the comic book rights are different and the toy rights are different. Wow. (laughs) And so when actually Disney was trying to handicap the last Fantastic Four movie, so they didn't want to support the Fantastic Four movie in any way, shape, or form. So they stopped producing Fantastic Four comic books Hmm. and they had the toy rights and they did not release any toys to support the Fantastic Four movie. Dang. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, I don't even remember. I know I didn't see Fantastic Four, the second one. Like the second like the, the second iteration of it yeah. yeah okay i tried watching remember a couple weeks ago i was i said that i watched like the chris evans fantastic mm-hmm. four and then i watched yeah. the the second one in that series i guess and then i was like i kind of want to see what they did with the second iteration and it's weird like i didn't Ooh. i barely got into it because it's they completely rewrote 
I mean, I don't know what the original comics are like. Um, I don't know which one's more accurate, but I mean, between the Chris Evans version and the new, um, what's his name? From, 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 from Wakanda. (laughs) Michael B. Jordan. That's his name. Oh, Um, yeah. And the new Michael B. Jordan version, like, it's the storylines are very, it's a lot darker and not as funny. Huh. In my That's a bummer. Yeah. So I never, I got through like maybe half an hour of it and then I stopped. <laughs> oh my God. Oh man. It's, yeah, I, I didn't even, even try to watch it at all. Mm-hmm. Because I, I just looked at it and it's like this just doesn't look good. <laughs> yeah, opinion. it's kind of the same thing with um even like the Marvel video games. Like, I don't know if either of you saw it, but as of this recording yesterday, the PlayStation um like their little announcement show for here's all the things that are coming out pretty soon went out and they had a video game based on guardians of the galaxy Uh and it just looks bad. Like none of the characters really look like their movie counterparts, which, you know, they don't necessarily have to, and maybe they look more like they do in the actual comics. I'm not sure, but like they just, you know, a lot of times people make a joke about these games. Like, Oh, it's their stunt doubles. It's not the real people, you know, but like, it just, you can't really get into it because it's missing some of the heart that's in the movies. And so it's sort of the same way. It's like, you know, sometimes maybe you have the rights to do something, but if you don't do it correctly or with enough draw, then it's just like, oh, well, you tried, you know. Do I have time for a really another short one? Sure. Yeah. Okay. This is my sense random trivia thing that I recently learned. You guys heard about Howard the Duck? Yes. The movie? Yes. Okay, so this is interesting. I'm going to have to do double verification on this, but the thing I learned was Howard Duck Howard the Duck is the reason why we have Pixar. Why uh why we have Pixar. Okay. Hmm. And the reason how this worked out is Howard the Duck was produced by a little known gentleman named George Lucas. (laughs) 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 Who? (laughs) Who? Yeah. And so they made the Howard the Duck movie and it was such a box office bomb that actually put Lucas films in a money crunch. Ooh. And so when because they were in a money crunch, they needed to come up with some revenue or some money. And the way they did that was they sold off their computer animated design company to another very not too well-known person named Steve Jobs. Wow. (laughs) And then Steve Jobs, lots of people, you may have lots of people may have forgotten this, opened up his own studio that made comics uh, c- cartoons known as Pixar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so Howard the Duck made Pixar from Lucasfilms, which all eventually became absorbed by Disney. Wow. Right. And, 
it's a Marvel comic. <laughs> Whoa. So somehow <laughs> it's super embedded. Somehow Howard the Duck is the start of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Somehow Star Wars and Pixar all ended up under Disney because of Howard the Duck. Man. Okay, Whoa. that's it. Wait, I need, <laughs> I need a follow-up, or I have a follow-up question. We've talked about Howard the Duck before, and I can't remember exactly what or who he is, but he pops up every now and then, and I don't remember why. He's in um, <laughs> What If He yeah, Shows Up. I saw, yes, yeah. yes, I remember that. He's also in The Watcher. Like I'm sorry, not the watcher. He's in um the collector's collection. So when you're walking through um Yes. Like, yes. Throughout the movies, he's actually stuck in one of the vials. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, you know what? I Howard the Duck was actually a comic book character. And all I knew he was an anthropomorphic duck that talked. Mm-hmm. And that's all I knew. He was kind of like a cigar smoking kind of I don't know, womanized? I don't know. It's just like he was a character and he had a comic book series that went on for many, many years. And just as I started collecting comics in the 80s, they, they kind of disappeared for whatever reason. And I don't know why. <laughs> so, um, but it was not a typical superhero comic book. It was a whatever it is what it is kind of comic book. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. I'll have to do research on that one. <laughs> Even that was kind of a hole in my comic book. Knowledge. All right. All right. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Um, I'm going to shut up now. I, mean, like, <laughs> I feel like we just, I mean, I just not learned, but all of these, this information is being absorbed into my brain. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, <laughs> this is why I had to get it off my chest. This has been in my head. You make and good points. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're listening let us know if you know much about howard the duck and then fill us in <laughs> give us the details yeah give deets needed <laughs> yeah exactly all right well, I, like, yeah. I mean he's just an odd duck and he, yeah it's, it's like, like if donald duck could talk yeah <laughs> It was more raunchy or something, right? Like, yeah. he's a little more... Yeah. Well, he's pansexual or alien pan... Uh, anyways, uh, in in the in the um, movie, I think, too. Or ant- multi-race? I don't know. I don't even <laughs> want to... <laughs> I don't want to go down this road. I don't know either. While we think about that, let's take a quick sponsor break. And then we'll be right back. When you look back upon your life and you see all the things you achieved, certainly none of them started with inaction. And when you're planning for your next career journey, find us, the University of California, Irvine. We've over 80 convenient online certificates to help you navigate the future. And we're the perfect Sherpa for your next big adventure. Find us at ce.uci.edu. Okay, welcome back, everyone. Um, after you've absorbed all of what Zen has said, I have a new show that I've been watching on Ooh. Hulu. Um, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but it's called Only Murders in the Building. 
Have either of you heard of it? I think you may have mentioned a little bit about it, but refresh our memories. All right. I will. It's been a while. (laughs) It is. It's it's funny because the first time I ever heard about it was, I mean, it just, okay, let me back up. So Only Murders in the Building, it just um, premiered on Hulu. I think, uh, let's see, the first one, first episode came out August 31st. So it hasn't even been two weeks yet. Um, So it's a really, it's a brand new show. And it stars Selena Gomez, uh, Steve Martin, and Martin Short. Oh, nice. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Now this is starting to sound more, more familiar. So the first time I heard about it, it was actually on TikTok. And I think it was through Selena Gomez's personal TikTok. where She was just doing like a behind the scenes thing, just like chatting with Steve Martin and Martin Short. And I was like, what show has these three people like why are these three people together Um, I didn't know they were filming a show I thought it was just like a random thing Um, but it launched and people were it was like really well received I think everyone was kind of surprised at how good it is and so I was intrigued so I started watching it I'm only on episode three I think there's a total of four episodes out right now Hmm. Um, and there's going to be 10 episodes in the first season, and I think they've already been, um, they're they're planning to do season two, too. Mm, nice. So it's cool. Um, so what this story is, is three strangers live um, in a building, in an apartment, like in a high rise on like probably the upper east side of New York. Like it's a schmancy place. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> three total strangers that live in this building um, paths never cross, but they're at the beginning, but they all three of them are obsessed with this one true crime podcast. And in the first episode, something happens um, in the building and everyone has to evacuate the building. And so the three of them, um, they all, I think like the whole, everyone in the apartment goes to this restaurant that's like next door or something. And it just happens that the there's like only one table left and it, Like, I think it's like Steve Martin who's sitting there first. And then like, they kind of, um, oh, they're all listening. Okay. Sorry. They're listening to the podcast when everyone's evacuated. And so they're come in and they see that Steve Martin, he's got like this whole map, like of this, I don't know, murder mystery, like mapped out just based on the podcast. And then, (laughs) um, Selena Gomez and Martin Short are like, oh my God, you listen to that too. And so they have dinner, they end up having dinner together and like just discussing the podcast together. And mm-hmm. then they finish eating, they part ways, um, and like just go back to the building. But when they go back to the building, they realize that the reason that um, they were evacuated is because someone in the building was murdered. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. And then it's funny because that earlier that day, it kind of does a flashback where the three of them, three main characters were in the elevator and the guy who was murdered is was actually in the elevator with them so they all feel like connected to him in some way like they could have been the last person who like last people who saw him Mm -hmm. and so then they kind of form this strange friendship where they because they're obsessed with true crime they actually think of starting their own podcast to solve this guy's murder (laughs) um 
And then they, one of, I think Martin Short kind of goes overboard. He's like, Oh my God, did you, I just picked up on the police scanner. There was like a murder in Central Park or something. We should do that too. And then, uh, and then I think Steve Martin's like, no, we can only do murders in the building. <laughs> oh, that's where the title comes from. Yeah, exactly. So it's a really, it's, it's like a murder mystery comedy. Um, it's really funny. There are like F bombs that are dropped. So like in case you're watching with children, maybe censor it or something like that but in general it's just a really odd it's an odd tr- triple try try on a couple what are the an odd triad, triad? <laughs> <laughs> like it's not a pair trio trio, trio. That's <laughs> it's, a, it's just a really odd trio of people that come together and they all it's like they all have their they each have their own secrets while also trying to solve this murder that no one ask them to solve they just want to solve it <laughs> um and it's like the i think the last episode like episode three they talk about like trust how like we all have to trust each other you know like we can't uh we need to share everything we know like who knew this guy and and then everyone's like okay yeah i trust you but then they kind of like behind their own apartment doors they like don't trust the other two because um, <laughs> they have their own secrets and it's just it's very interesting to watch it all unfold Hmm. Um, and especially like they do the three of them do have ties to Disney which is why this was pertinent to the water cooler because Selena Gomez (laughs) Selena Gomez we know her we love her Wizards of Waverly Place Mm -hmm. Uh, Steve Martin cheaper by the dozen right I can't think was Pink Panther Disney or not he also did um he worked at Disneyland too Mm -hmm. oh that's right Mm -hmm. that's right there we go and then Martin Short the only thing I know him from is Santa Claus 3, where he plays <gasps> Jack Frost. Oh, that's right. How yeah. About, what was the um, Three Amigos? Yeah, Three Amigos. <gasps> He's done a lot of Have really random that? stuff. No. They, they, they're really good friends. Yeah. yeah, they, yeah. They, they even did they like are. a show together, I think. Yeah, they, they did like almost like a Broadway stage show or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've oh seen it, and, and it's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, they were in the father of the bride together oh mm-hmm. that's right you know and um so yeah so it, they, they were show. um they're buddies and such yeah <laughs> they play well off of each other as well they do um mm-hmm. it's a funny show it's and it's only like it's a half hour 25 minute episode each so it's not a huge commitment um it's actually funny that you mentioned the like they did broadway shows together or something like that because in this sh- in this TV show, Only Murders in the Building, Steve Martin plays kind of like a washed up um, like actor. So he was like really he <laughs> he in the show like in his prime played some sort of detective on a show that, and he's been trying to kind of like get roles ever since then. But no one ever no one wants him anymore. Um, hmm. So he's just a washed up actor. And then Martin Short in the show is a washed up Broadway director like off off broadway like he's always been like off 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 broadway and he's <laughs> trying to like make him like make his way to broadway but he he hasn't made it there so yet and it's um that's actually it's funny I, I wonder how they chose those characters um but it's, it's not one. okay i should correct it it's not exactly a broadway show but it's a stage show that they mm, yeah i think it's on hbo or it was i thought it was on netflix oh maybe it was on netflix okay can't remember which one yeah so yeah it, it, like uh anyways 
And, and the funny thing about their stage show is when I first saw the stage, I mean, their stage show on net, I think it was Netflix. I was expecting it to kind of be like almost like an interview off the cuff, but it's very scripted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very scripted, which is fine. It's fine. But, it would, but I was expecting kind of a little bit more spontaneous, but once I got past the non-spontaneous part, I was like, Oh, this is pretty funny. Yeah. So good stuff. Well, that actually kind of segues really well into my topic. So I've got a bunch of just random stuff, but I want to start off with two um, people that I think they're on TikTok, but I've seen them mostly on Instagram and um, they're really funny. They do skits, but they are also really, really good musicians too, just like, um, like Steve Martin. So um the first one I want to highlight, if I can pull up my screen here, is this super funny, super talented woman who goes by Shiadani. So if you search for S-H-I-A-D-A-N-N-I, she is hilarious. She is a um, Canadian singer, but she also makes these really funny different skits. And um, I started following her a little while ago, my husband actually saw one of her videos on, I think, like Tumblr or something and showed me and I was just like cracking up. So she does this whole skit called The Glam Kitchen. And it's her in this like giant, hilarious hat. And it's like her alter ego persona sort of thing. And she shows you how to make different things. So I think the one that's really, really gone viral is where she's showing you how to make guacamole. And it's like, she's just hilarious. Like, she'll just say things like, you know, I don't have time to show you how to find a ripe avocado. Just find it. And, you know, like she'll be chopping up stuff and she'll say things like, you know, other people, they do meditation. They do bullet journals. I do this chop. And just like, she's <laughs> just super, super funny, super high energy. And she has an amazing voice. Like she'll do duets with um like other people on tiktok and stuff like that and it's just like wow she is so crazy talented it's amazing so highly recommend you go check her out and then there's another super talented and super funny canadian singer who goes by um lubalin or lubalin i'm not quite sure how to say pronounce his name but basically you can find him if you search for l-u-b-a-l-i-n and um, he's, I think he's on TikTok too and Instagram. I mostly follow him on Instagram. But he writes these amazing songs. He has an amazing voice. But then he also does these really funny uh, bits based on internet drama that he finds. And so, like, you know, one of them will be something like um, these two women on Facebook fighting over the fact that oh someone stole someone's broccoli casserole recipe and like, like does he like act out the comments yes oh my yep. god he's so funny <laughs> he's so good so he's done that one he's done one where it's like someone asking for a stick of butter at like 2 a.m or something <laughs> and there's actually one where he got um oh my goodness what's his name like this late night comedian crap what is his name uh dang it i'm trying to look through his things to find where it is oh man anyway he's had like even like you know 
other famous collaborations and, and things like that. There's one that's super funny where it's like um, some guy complaining about the size of his horse and someone not believing it. So it's just like, just so, so good. And like, oh, wait, here it is. Who are you? Let me see. Oh, it was Jimmy Fallon. Ah, oh, he did. It. Yeah. So, and that one's all about like salad dressing. And there's, um, I think there's a woman who is saying like blue cheese has mold in it like over and over again. It's just, it's so good. And like just coming up with these melodies too, to go with these different songs, just so talented. So highly recommend both of those. And then since, you know, I have to bring it back to Disney somehow, it's not quite a good segue, but Oh no, where did I? It's <laughs> always a good segue when you say the word segue. <laughs> this is my segue um where did it go i just got an email from disney and they are announcing something called merriest nights so there are it's going to be an after hours event and i think it's only on five yeah five nights only between november and december tickets go on sale september 14th but basically it sounds like there's a whole bunch of different um, like holiday themed areas that they're going to have available for this after hours event. So there's a Victorian themed party on Main Street. There is a New Orleans holiday um, in New Orleans Square with Tiana and a Christmas cruise aboard the Mark Twain Riverboat. There's the Feliz Navidad party in Frontierland with Miguel Folklorico dancing and his family. Um, tropical party in Adventureland with Lays and Hula and a Santa alien who really knows how to party. <laughs> Gee, I wonder who that is. <laughs> and then, of course, Frozen themed party in Fantasyland and a Tomorrowland party in Tomorrowland with Buzz Lightyear and a futuristic dance DJ. So, yeah. Cool. Breaking news. <laughs> So, and I'm not sure. Let me see if it says how much it's going to be. That may be too come. Oh, general admission tickets start at $165 per person for ages three and up. Hmm. So there's that. But you can get into the parks, it looks like, beginning at 5 p.m. Um, but there's areas that will not be available. So um, no Toontown, no Critter Country, and no Galaxy's Edge. Oh. Um, but they will have lots of photo ops and holiday and event merchandise, specialty, specialty holiday treats and eats, and different um, performances and the Christmas Fantasy Parade. Ooh. So, yeah. Ooh, speaking of Disney, my friend just sent me an article about um, the this year's Oogie Boogie Bash. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if either of you know, I didn't know, but there's some new villains that have made an appearance. So Agatha from WandaVision and Sid Ooh. from Toy Story have been nice. Added. I think I've seen little clips of the Sid and part of me is like, like the cosplayer in me is like, wow, that's so cool that they actually, you know, had Sid. And then part of me is also like, but is he really a villain? Like, yeah, he's not the greatest <laughs> kid, but 
you know i don't know if like destroying your toys really makes you a villain like for the toys yeah of course but like i'm sure there's a ton of kids that played with their toys in a similar way Mm -hmm. i don't know that's it's interesting though that they were like sid versus i don't know like other interesting villains right Um, and then other updates. So the Redwood Creek Challenge Trail, I guess, is now open and they've turned it into the Villains Grove, which is inspired, obviously, by Disney villains. So they've added lighting, sound, projections, special effects to create some sort of environment and with scenes, like haunting scenes of, Ooh. of villains, like, across disney i guess unclear but it doesn't hmm. look like it's necessarily a trail anymore it's more of just like a walkthrough hmm i think they may have done that the first year too i remember mm. one of my friends went and she was so impressed by how they designed that whole area because it felt oh. kind of like i guess like like if you go to like not scary farm or stuff like that like that sort of spooky atmosphere that you're walking through but Mm -hmm. i don't think it was terrifying you know like i don't think there were things jumping out at you i don't like things jumping out at me me neither like i'm not i've been to a couple of those i don't want to be like paying money to be scared by people that's just not not enjoyable Oh, don't go to um not farms no i haven't been in like 10 years or something but i went with someone who was very easily spooked (laughs) i'm easily spooked and my wife loves that stuff oh really oh Oh, yeah so i I don't i don't unfortunately she doesn't get to go because of me but it's like oh i want to go and it's just like why do i want to go walk a maze and have people make me feel like i need to change my underwear Mm-hmm. You know, for lack of better words, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's or just like, it's not fun. Or, I might get a heart attack. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> or I did go to a haunted. It's one of those haunted maze things. It wasn't at a theme park or anything. I think it was before COVID, and it was at like the old LA Zoo grounds somewhere mm-hmm. around there. Um, and it, I went by friend and her family and my boyfriend, and we. Like, all of them love that type of stuff. So I was definitely, like, the odd one out. And I was like, why am I paying money to, like, have my eyes closed? I'm not going to – I was like, I know I'm not going to see any of this because I know I'm going to have my eyes closed. But I, I was like, mm-hmm. I'm literally just paying money to be with friends. <laughs> or, yeah. Or, yeah. Same thing with <laughs> horror movies. You know, it's like, yeah. no, I don't, need, I don't need to watch it. I don't yeah. need to watch it, so – it it was interesting to see it just once. I mean, for Not Scary Farm, it's not even like they have more than the mazes, which is nice. Like they'll mm-hmm. do these um stage shows and you can find YouTube videos of these on YouTube all the time. But like um they have this show called The Hanging and it's really funny because from what I remember of it at least, like they took um like anyone who was a figure in the news. So I think like, you know, one time they did uh tom cruise after he was like jumping up and down the couch and and stuff like that and so like they'll they'll pick like someone to like publicly hang and it's it's usually really funny like they're usually pretty hilarious but yeah i don't know so like there's there's other 
kind of cool stuff to see besides the mazes too. But yeah, just if you go, do not go with someone who is easily startled because once they scream, like that just alerts everyone in whatever the scare zone. They're like, oh yes, good, a screamer. Let me go and terrify them some more. So like, yeah, I don't know. My friend just like every two seconds was just like, ah! So we're just like, no, don't scream. They're going to come. <laughs> so. You know, that that's the other thing is I, I would be most likely to punch someone trying to scare me. Not that mm-hmm. I'm a tough guy or anything, just out of reaction, out of yes. yeah, out, just, self-preservation. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not that kind of person, but I would just like probably punch someone just because I was so scared. So. Mm-hmm. You should wonder how it's going to change now because of COVID. Because it's like before they could get really, really close to you, you know, and now it's like you really don't want to be doing that. So and plus the screaming, too, like you're I mean, I'm sure everyone has to wear a mask, but still it's like, uh, yeah. Be interesting to see. I haven't seen any videos like I know there's some YouTubers that have actually gone and like done the first night of these events. Mm -hmm. but. I have yet to watch any of that, so. Yeah, I did see a video. Um, I don't know how old it is or how new, and I don't know what maze it was, but it was more of like a meme because the guy like walked into, or the the customer, I guess, walked into the room, and it was one of those rooms where you don't see the, the person scaring you right away, and it seemed mm-hmm. as if he'd walked through this room before. So he did this like maneuver where he actually like hid from the guy who was trying to scare him and like slipped behind him. And then the scarer was like, you could see he was kind of like confused. Where is this person I'm supposed to scare? So he went through the door that the customer walked in from. And then when he came back, the customer was actually the one who scared this. this Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. It's a fun turn of events. Mm -hmm. I feel like that would be a fun job. (laughs) Have you two heard of The Walking Dead Escape? Yes. No. Was that at Universal? Comic-Con. Oh, oh, that's right. Okay, so what The Walking Dead es- Escape thing was is that they rented out the, the ballpark next to um, next to the convention center. The Walking Dead did. And this is the greatest thing was... Uh, I'll tell you the experience. The experience is you play as someone in Walking Dead and they bring you it. The whole thing looks like it's a post-apocalyptic Walking Dead scene and they bring you into a room. It's like, okay, uh, we need to get you to the other side, but we're going to have to be going through all these zombies and you follow close and I'm going to get you through this, but be careful. Mm-hmm. And then they, they, so they run you through essentially an obstacle course and zombies reach out and try to grab you as you're, they're just everywhere and they try to grab you and you run, not run, but there's certain parts where you're kind of running or moving fairly quickly. And then you have to crawl, whatever, whatever. And zombies are all trying to reach you. Mm. <laughs> and, um, and it can be pretty intense and they, they can, they run them all times a day, but the night ones are the scariest. And then when you get to the end, they take us okay so everyone okay great and it's like okay we now have to scan you and what they don't tell you is they scan you with a uv light all the people playing zombies they have uv paint on their hands and if they grab you it's like they grab you it's like this one's been contaminated this one's been and they move they separate to the two groups (gasps) 
they move Ooh. the group that's been contaminated into another room. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you hear bang, 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 where they shoot them all. Jeez. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. And then they release. And then, of course, you know, but it's. Um, and the best part is you can pay to go through the, the experience or you can pay to be a zombie. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, you can pay and they'll put the full set of makeup on you so you get the experience of Hollywood makeup and stuff like that. And it was just and and then I think there I think there was some an observer's platform where you could also oh be gosh. a third party and watch people trying to get through. They really monetized. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I mean I would do the zombie thing though, like to to have that experience of you know the actual makeup and stuff and to be the one scaring not the one who gets scared like that would be cool i would consider watching it do you mean Mm because the thing is i don't want to be a zombie and i don't want to be uh i don't want to run through it but i would love to watch to see people's reactions i mean it's it's i i think all of those roles would are good money for depending on what kind of person you are so yeah but But it's it's pretty amazing because throughout Comic Con, at night you'll just hear screaming in downtown in the <laughs> Echo, and you're like, "What's going on?" And they're pretty they're pretty guttural screams, and and it's because people are so scared from take taking doing the event. So, oh my gosh, that's so cool! Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. I think there's some videos of it too. Hmm. So, like, try looking on YouTube. It's been a while, but they've been doing yeah. it on and off since like 2012 or two. You know, it's been years. So, yeah, that makes sense because I, when you were mentioning it, I feel like I remember seeing signs for it the last time I was at Comic Con. But yeah, yeah, Petco Park. That's that's the uh, that's the place. So. Uh, okay, man, that sounds fun. <laughs> Oh. oh, it is almost spooky season. It is almost spooky season. But if you look at Target, that was about two months ago. Yes. I know, right? <laughs> well, Disneyland, too. I think they just put up all their stuff now. So and I'm still, like, missing summer. <laughs> I know, right? Oh. Are you guys, do you prefer fall or um, summer more? Fall. I think in it, uh, in its entirety, fall. Hmm. This summer was amazing for the weather. Yeah, it didn't get too hot. Yeah. So, like, if it's a reasonable summer, I like summer. But California summers in general have become more and more brutal. So I would yes. choose fall. Man, it, I'm the odd one out. <laughs> I'm always like, because my sister absolutely loves fall. So whenever. It gets even remotely close. She's like, yes, it's fall again. And I'm the weirdo that's like, no, I love summer. Let it be summer longer. Yeah, I like summer. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Is, as long as it's not a brutal summer, I, I prefer summer. Yeah. I it, The funniest thing, I have a convertible. That's and I funny. have the top down three seasons of the year. Mm-hmm. And summer is not the season that the top is down. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, I mean, it's like fall, I can do it. Winter, right. I can do it. In the cold, I could do it in the spring. But during the summer, man, that sun is hot. Yeah. So. Agreed. I know. I have, I love buying sweatshirts and spirit jerseys and pullover type stuff like that. And I have way too many. 
And yet I never fully get a chance to use them outside because it's just too hot always. So they become almost like, I don't know, sometimes I use um, spirit jerseys more like like a robe or something. Like, you know, if it's cold in the morning or whatever, then just throw it on really quick sort of thing. But yeah, can't really wear them outside. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Well, anyway. Happy spooky season ahead of time. Yes. (laughs) Since it's already kind of starting. And let us know what's going on for you. If you are planning to go to any of these spooky events. And if the idea of a holiday after hours event at Disneyland sounds good to you. Or if you've seen anything new good on Netflix. Let us know. But for now, that does it for this episode of Main Street UCI. Thank you for listening, and be sure to check out our previous episodes at ce.uci.edu slash podcast. And if you have a question or a request, send us a message on social media. You can find us at, at Main Street UCI. We'd love to hear from you. And thank you again to our sponsor, the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education. You can find their career-boosting courses at ce.uci.edu. And with that, see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.